Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode one of the Shackles Rock podcast produced by the Barmy Army. I'm James Gregg and I'm joined by Chris Millard and Jack Ferret Brooks. Hello, right. mate. All right, lads. Right, cool. Well, if you're wondering... Um, what was cool about that? About, well, <laughs> that, you're both, that, cool? that you're both here. Oh, that's the main thing. We turned up. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you're wondering what this podcast is all about, well, we tried to give you a flavour of that on our introduction podcast last week. We're chatting to some of the biggest personalities in the game. And this week, it's Ryan Sidebottom. You know him pretty well, Jack. Yeah, I know him quite well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris, do you know him well? Yeah, very familiar with him. You've Seen him from afar, sitting in many seats, watching him bowl. Correct. Um, often getting confused with someone else that used to play for Yorkshire, still plays for Yorkshire. Similar haircut, similar celebrations. <laughs> similar records, not anymore. Similar bowlers. Maybe for the first two seasons. Yeah, absolutely. So you you had quite a good partnership with him, Jack, didn't you? Yeah, we did actually. We complimented each other. Uh, professionally-wise, like bowling-wise, we complimented each other pretty well. Um, he's a bit of a superstar, isn't he? So he's always going to make anyone look pretty good from the other end as well. So I reckon I got half my wickets because of him. He's a very big man as well, isn't he? He's huge. Very, very intimidating. He's quite imposing. I've, I've only sort of seen him from afar. I think I've met him a couple of times and he's, I'm always a bit scared of him. I don't yeah. know why, but... I'm 6'2 and not small and he's got me covered. He makes me look and feel small when he stood next to me. Well, let's get him in. It's Ryan Sidebottom. <laughs> Ryan, you know Jack pretty well, don't you, from your time at Yorkshire? Ish, yeah. You took a lot of wickets together, didn't you? Did all right, didn't we? Yeah, we did okay. And we the rest of the boys? Formed a decent bond between us, a good, decent duo, as it were. But, yeah, we, we got on so well on and off the field. We, we had that camaraderie, the banter between ourselves. And, yeah, I think we just rubbed off on each other. Not in that way. Not <laughs> rubbing each other that way. <laughs> but I think it, we just formed a really nice partnership. Yeah. And, you know, both very different, left arm, right arm. Um, and we just, I think we, we enjoyed celebrating each other's wickets. and you certainly uh, celebrated, didn't you? Just a bit. Yeah, I mean, I thought my celebrations were <laughs> over the top and when the slips drop catches. But his celebrations are ridiculous. I couldn't catch him, especially when I'm down at fine leg and I'm 37. I can't, can't run that fast anymore. <laughs> too old. <laughs> Far too old. Love it. You say that you're quite different, but I, I, I actually think you're quite similar in the sense that took a load of wickets, 
both had dodgy haircuts, particularly him at the start. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, celebrate like lunatics. So you are, you're quite similar, really. Yeah, I think both, well, you would say he's had his hair, it looks good now. Mine's still pretty ridiculous bob. with a Yours is a bob, bob now, yeah. It's yeah. like a middle-aged bob, <laughs> what women's go oh, for oh halfway God. through. <laughs> <laughs> started, we're about two minutes in. The 40-year-old bob. Well, I, d- I started off as Shirley Temple, then I went to Roger Daltrey, <laughs> then... <laughs> Take Roger Daltrey. <laughs> God, I don't know who I'm going to be now. Who I'm going to be now? Well, I reckon you're three away from a shaved head. Well, soul glow, soul glow. I reckon coming to America. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. Yeah. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one of his nicknames. Graham Swan called him it. Sexual, Sexual chocolate. chocolate. Sexual chocolate. So the band off coming to America, yeah. with Eddie Murphy, yeah. called Sexual Chocolate. So in my my pomp, my heyday, when Goffey and Craig White are in the dressing room, it used to be really, really long, like shoulder length long. Used to put loads of product in it. Yeah, looked greasy and ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah, there you go. You were in Acapulco's with that bar. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the impression down to a T as yeah. well. It's perfect. He's primed a quiz question for later, hasn't oh, he? Oh no, I've had yeah. yeah, I've got a little th- three quiz questions of you, Chris. Yeah. Also, bone to pick with you. So, you're you and Boycott, both sort of legendary Yorkshire cricketers. Yeah. And you both support Man United. I know your old man played for Man United, but that's yeah. not on, is it? It isn't on, and I get ribbed constantly about it um all the time um just uh, it's my dad's fault it's totally his fault he te- took me to a man U in my younger days it was one of my first games but i'm a huddersfield lad as well yeah and i was born and bred in huddersfield you know i support i do follow huddersfield quite closely but i bet you do now they're I'm in the just, premier league yeah of course they do well a glory supporter <laughs> i've never heard him mention it once in five years <laughs> <laughs> like lively with arsenal he's never been to emirates or highbury had he, but massive fan though arsenal. huge, huge arsenal fan, fan. Yeah. never been that's so weird that isn't it that's so weird adam lyde arsenal fan he'd be a good one on the podcast wouldn't he actually yeah. Like they? Yeah, Has he, he got would. a few stories to tell? What's he like as a bloke? If he can remember them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, can't, he, he can't spell tree, so... <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I went for a pub quiz with, uh, with, with Livey not that long ago, and he was just... You came last. Well, he, <laughs> not <laughs> he, smart. Was, he, he was not smart at all. He was being one, kind, yeah. There was one question where it was, um, what is, um, what's the biggest island off the coast of Africa? So I'm like, well, it's... I think it's Madagascar. Quite a tough question to get right. I've got it right, though. Easter, then, he's going, Madagascar, that's a kid's film, now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this is what we're up against, isn't it? He wasn't wrong, though, was he? <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't actually Belton wrong. Belton film. He wasn't wrong, but... Davey. Your first test wicket was Chris Gale. He's still going as well, so, you know... Yeah, he's still smashing him out of the park, and he is, yeah. suppose it shows how old I am, but he's got the longevity as well. But, yeah, he's, he's still an outstanding performer. I think he just scraped in the IPL, didn't he, this time, franchise. Yeah, yeah a lot less money. Yeah, but he's mm. still very dominant in, in the short form. It's easier for game. a batsman, though, isn't it, to keep going? It, you know, Don't get me and Brooks, he started on this easy for a batsman. Everything's easy for a batsman now. The balls <laughs> don't swing, they don't reverse, they don't swing. Bats game, mate. The Bats wickets game. are flat, the boundaries are like 50 yards, you can scoop. Where's your f- Actually, sometimes you look up and you're like, where's my fielder's gone when you're going at 10 and over? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Brooksy tells us he's an all-rounder these days. Though, he he is, sure. yeah, with his bat drop. And he's to talk. <laughs> Not that I've heard him talk about his 100 that much. Oh, <laughs> oh don't worry, don't worry. We, we had 10, 15 I didn't prompt that, by the way. <laughs> I was happy for us not to mention my innings this week. Yeah, but you're happy to talk about it in equal well, That's a bit embarrassing, really. <laughs> embarrassing. And it was against the Red Rose, so it's it's even it makes it even worse. But serious. it was a serious knock, to be fair. Serious knock. Do you, do you remember your first wicket? First ever wicket. First, first class. First, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it was Ian Sutcliffe, Leicester, at, at Grace Road. Did, oh. did you ever think your first <coughs> test wicket had come? Because you played, didn't you? One match. Yeah. One test. And yeah. then you had a six-year break. Six-year break, yeah. 
what that must have been six years of just thinking, am I going to play for England it again? Is, it, it was, but in another way, I suppose who I was and the nepotism that I had growing up through my dad playing for Yorkshire and being a cricketer and a footballer, it just made me probably, it's a bit boring, but just made me strong as a person. Yeah. I was made me more <coughs> determined to get fitter, to get stronger and become a better bowler. So yes, you do, you might view it like that, but I didn't see it as that. I saw yeah. it as a, a new challenge for me. Test hat-trick as well, pretty good. Pretty good. First two had brown sauce on them. They were absolute pies. <laughs> oh, really? The third one I just managed to get straight. And it was Jacob Orme at the time was my bunny, so I was pretty confident. But you know, and then you just run off like Brooksy and the Barmy Army are going absolutely mental. It was yeah, an amazing day. And my mum and dad was there. My dad Brilliant. never ever watches. Never ever watches, and he, he was there on that specific day. So That's you know, really it made it even more special. That's class. That Chris Barmy Army song for Sidi. Yeah. So we. We've obviously, you retired not long ago, so it was on a, one of our latest tweets, but um, it goes, side bottom, side bottom, swings it through the air. <laughs> side bottom, <laughs> side bottom, with his curly hair. He bats at number eight. <laughs> he likes to master. You <laughs> can fill in <laughs> the bowl <laughs> You bottle this, yeah. <laughs> it's the first episode. I'm not going there yet. Yeah, this is meant to be highbrow, but it's quickly not, is it? It's quickly lowering the tone a little bit. Do you like that song, though, Sid? Are you yeah, I like The well, boys like, singing it loud and honest, proud? The lads love the, the end bit. That was probably the favourite part of the, um, yeah. the song. Um, yeah, normally I am left arm, so I probably use my left arm now and, now and again. But um, <laughs> an eight, batting at eight is far too high for me. I'm a yeah, number nosebleed for you, isn't it? Every day of the week. Yeah, batting all around, it says it's a nosebleed. So. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, he wanted to bat 11 the last few years, but he used to be pretty good when he was younger. Yeah. Test 40s or whatever. Well, was I used to block it. That was about it. You used to like slog Jeffrey. it when you were younger. Like Jeffrey. Bro- like Brooksy said you have one of the best reverse sweeps. On the yeah, circuit, one of the best. Yeah, it was just like the only shot I had, pretty much off the spinners, and and a block, and that, and a third man down to the third man. Little dab. Yeah, little dab down to third man. So that was my uh, scoring areas, unfortunately. <laughs> Did you ever get a bit of stick off the bowler? Because they don't like it, do they? When the little spinners, when you reverse sweeping them every yeah, time. Yeah, they hate it. I think it's just a modern day game. But I remember playing at Lords last. Was it last year? Last year, year before, when we needed what twelve runs to avoid the follow on and and then make you know Middlesex bat again. And it was so nerve wracking. I said at the top of the on the balcony that I know what's going to happen. I'm going to end up going in, and we're needing like 15. <laughs> and lo and behold, you put the mockers on yourself, and then yeah, I tried to, tried to hit one over over the top, and with my bat, I had um, it trickled to to mid off, <laughs> and I, I could hear all the lads like just all I could hear was like just chuckling and laughing their heads off on the balcony. I was like looking at, I just give it the thumbs up and cheer. <laughs> like, cut a chair leg yeah. off, all the chairs in the changing room went out the bat with it. <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that. What was it like playing with City, Jack? Because you know, I'm guessing that when you were starting out as a cricketer, you were watching City sort of on the telly. Yeah, yeah. It was. I said that to Chris off air earlier. I said it was um, it was quite weird to begin with what, playing cricket with guys that you used to watch on TV, particularly guys who you could see as bit of, like heroes, like with a bit of character as well. Um, and I played against Ryan when I was at Northampton in the 2020 game, and I remember him laughing at me when I was batting. And I was like, oh, Craig, look at this guy. He's like a bit of a hero and he's laughing at me. And then, <laughs> as it turned out, I ended up signing for Yorkshire. People made a bit of a big deal about, you know, the opening bowlers are going to have some of the worst hair on the on the circuit and stuff. Mm. But no, it was, it was honestly, it was fantastic. It was, you know, generally surreal at first, but it was um, fantastic for my career to be able to train and, and play with someone like that for his ability and what he knew. He's always one of the first to help out at training as well. Well, that's sweet. I feel like we should get out of the room, Chris, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say nice things about him. But he, um, no, he's unbelievable for us as a, as a unit and just anywhere in the changing room, you've got someone who's, who's a high-class player, you can sort of lift everyone else and inspire others and, 
Um, you didn't want to get in his way when he was in a, in a bad mood either. We asked you about the era thing, didn't we? Because you didn't really cross the era, but you got asked Ryan, weren't you, about? Yeah, one of my main questions to Ryan, I've never really spoken to him about this, when you started and finished like 20 year difference almost, what were the, um, the standout differences for you? In which er- era would you most like to have played all your cricket in, do you reckon? God, it's changed. I think it's changed as in it's more of an entertainment with T20. It's brought all the different kind of shorts. You know, you look at there's a lot of more girl, younger girls and boys yeah. taking up cricket, watching cricket because of that. But I think I enjoyed playing in that era because it was, I was playing against some of my idols. You had two overseas players. Um, you know, after the game, you, you played hard, but you celebrated properly. I remember a second team game, my <laughs> first game for seconds. I was going with Bradley Parker. We're playing Leicester at Oakham, I think. And the first night, I got a milk float back at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the second, second night was a team meal, and they had, you know, the raw toast, the queen. I didn't know any of it. And I was sat next to the scorer, and I had mink choc chip ice cream, and I chummed it all over. <laughs> and then the next day, we were leaving the hotel, and I checked out, and my bill was £600, and I had 20 quid on me. Everyone stuffed That's you what my dad gave me to, for the week. Yeah, it was only 50p like WKD but yeah I absolutely dropped my shopping and cried my eyes out and the lads were all behind the pillar laughing their heads off so Brilliant. that was my um, yeah that was my first different first eras isn't it of, of cricket different eras completely just a bit Tim if you had an injury you had, you had a few obviously naturally for a fast bowler when you're then with the seconds and you are in your 30s and you've played for England all that is it hard to get yourself up for that because I always think I always look at the seconds and I think we played twos yeah. cricket last couple of years or the odd game here and there yeah. to stay fit or when you're coming back from injury and I, it was a game last year we played at Harrogate and all, our second team was almost first class team it was like one of those weeks when you had no first team cricket yeah. and we had a stellar team out and for some reason I was captain I don't know why <laughs> and um, flip a coin you have it won't flip a coin it was where the ball got hit you move it that man goes there <laughs> yeah. complete chase, guesswork chase. Um, undefeated second team captain for Yorkshire <laughs> nice um, one, game. one game was yeah. it and you know, you get you don't get your stand, the same standard of umpiring as well. And we had a you know a club umpire who made a couple of poor decisions, but and it just sort of lowers the tone for everyone. And City lost his, and he sort of just stood there and no, shouted, "Why am I even playing?" <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Oh, I love that. I love that. Was it cardboard cutout umpire just stood there? He just walked pockets. back to five legs, spewing and steam coming out of his ears. And while well, City's gone now, that's him for the day now. Kicking the turf. That's it. Usual City trick. Did he send you down to fine leg? Even when you... I'm always at fine leg. Yeah, sent me down. He's better off down there. Yeah, well, out of the way, lads. Yeah, the old, Hidden. the old estate, grumpy statesman. <laughs> Get down there, out of the way. <laughs> Talk to some old eighty-year-old that's uh, <laughs> you got coleslaw hanging out the side of his mouth and try, <laughs> trying to talk to you, but you can't understand him. Bless him. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's quite a lot. There's quite a lot of lads who've come through. Obviously, whilst you've been there at Yorkshire, yeah. what, what's it like? You know, because it's just another kid in it at the, the start. Yeah. Are you, do you reckon you've got a bit of a knack for spotting? The good ones who are going to go all the way, like a Joe Root or a Johnny Best. Uh. Yeah, I, th- I think when when I when I was at Knotts and I played against Yorkshire, I saw these three or four players that you know a lot of people were talking about, and you could see straight away that they all are they're all hugely talented. You know, there was Lyley, Gary Balance, Johnny Rooty. You know, they looked really you know really strong, yeah. talented lads. But obviously, they're still quite mature and and learning the game. But they were they were outstanding and they just grew and grew and grew and you always you always knew that they were going to play for England and represent the country you know when they get j- a bit jumped up do you try and knock them down a bit of course you do yeah. of course you do with Johnny don't you you've had a few Barneys on field yeah, with Johnny I mean, I've seen yeah I Good. mean look he's you know he's been I've tried to be a father figure to him and just give him advice and 
you know, a lot of young, when I made my debut, the Yorkshire players like Goffey, Craig White, were like father figures to me. They, they really looked after me. You know, they talked about the game. They, you know, they bought me drinks. They made sure I was always in and around the team. I wasn't left, because I was a young lad, I wasn't left on my own. So I, I've always tried to do that with the younger players. And, you know, it just makes you feel part of the team. And, you know, if, if you know the first name, it, it makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Just little <laughs> yeah. things like that can make it huge difference to a young lad growing up wanting to make his way into the game yeah that's pretty cool go on on-field barneys what do they entail well that you're almost <laughs> like family with johnny aren't you yeah he's your son's was it your he's daughter's godfather son? to my son darley oh really um my dad and his dad were best mates yeah on and off the field so mm. we've always had that close bond i've known him since he was you know a little lad and we've just grown up together and you know he's godfather to my son and yeah i'm very very proud you know now I'm not playing. I'm really proud of him and his yeah. achievements. You know, I suppose it's just yes, he's not he's not my son, but I view him as my son, and yeah. you know, I'm very proud of what he's done. That's you've really you've nice. been through every stage with him as well, really, haven't you? From his first call up to England and then being a real presence in the Test team. Now it must be great. To yeah, see. and I don't, you know, I don't try and tell, talk to him too much about cricket. I might give him yeah. the odd <laughs> bit of advice, but if he'll come and ask me, then I'll tell him. But you know, he's done it himself. He's worked hard. He's he's had a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Um, obviously with his dad and then you know he's wrote a book and he's told the story and um, his mum's brought him up and his sister and yeah I think it's it's an amazing story isn't it what he's had to put up with and his achievements that he's done in such a short space of time and I think also he's he's not it's not like he's been picked and he's stayed in the team you know he's been dropped he's been had to travel he's around had a tough ride yeah he's yeah. had a tough ride and now I suppose that's made him a stronger character and you look at him now I mean he's probably arguably England's best player it's a sign of a good player when they can come back and Real make a good fist of it and keep your place. He's yeah. of England's. You can't really drop him now, can you? No chance. No. Not I think that. he could be one of the best ever <coughs> keeper for England. Yep, definitely, yeah. definitely. Comfortably, yeah, he's got a great opportunity to do it. Just batting, and his keeping's obviously been tremendous since yeah. getting better. But that um, particular Barney, <laughs> yeah. came, it came from. I don't know if City remembers it. I thought the game was going nowhere. I think it was drifting to a boring draw, and it was going into the last day. And someone in the change room, because Johnny wasn't in there at the time, said, because Johnny's the keeper, and he obviously you know, main focal point of the fielding unit. Yeah. Someone said, first person to speak to Johnny after this tea break on the p pitch has to buy a round of Jaegers, even for everyone else, or a round of drinks, whoever it was. Because we were going out after, weren't we? Yeah, so, so we knew we were going out after the game. Brilliant. So the first round was on you. So, you know, so we're having a bit of banter. and um, <laughs> <laughs> So and Johnny's quite a fiery character, as you can probably guess. And <laughs> it took him a while to realise that no one was speaking to him. You had Adam Live at first slip, who every ball was walking off to backward point or deep square, or because <laughs> Johnny's trying to talk to people. He's like, he's, he gets really intense. He just wants yeah. to look at you and talk to you. And like, I'm at fine leg or deep square, so I was well out of it. I was just chuckling away watching everyone else sort of look the other way. Like, Live, he'd be looking up in the air, like <laughs> trying to do his shoelaces. Like. <laughs> he spent about half an hour trying to avoid him. I can't remember who it was, eventually spoke to him, but obviously Johnny was flying off the handle at this point. And I can't remember what happened. We got a wicket. And um, you and Johnny had a bit of a blow-up during yeah, the... Well, who got the blame? Me. Because I'm the old man <laughs> in the team. He was like, he, he was pointing to me saying, you started this, didn't you? I said, nothing to do with me. But he just, he, he lost it. Yeah, so I, I was like, right. You came stop. in. I said, stop being like a baby. Just grow up. It's a little bit of a game. I'll buy the Jaeger bomb. Did you speak to him first? Did you? Yeah, I think it, I well, can't I remember who did in the end. I, I can't. I, think I, think I don't know if it was Lydie who buckled eventually. Yeah. Poor, poor little lad. But 
Uh, it was just hilarious to watch. And Johnny's reaction was getting angry and small steam coming. He's just like kicking the ground and storming up and down the wicket. Fantastic. There's a lot, quite a lot of things get, that go on in the field that to your average punter, but I think the listeners now will probably be sitting at county games across the country this summer going, oh, trying to work out what's going on. Play a bit of javelin and sort of throwing things to each other, imaginary things in the air yeah, and all that kind of stuff. You know, a little weird game if you spot somebody in the crowd or something, you'll try and say somewhere <laughs> you find them. Or you, sometimes there's the... Um, there's the boundary hoarding game as well. You play the game where you've got to try and hide the name and try and figure out what they're talking about and stuff. <laughs> Most of the time, what, that's what you need. In a, you need that, yeah. that team banter and camaraderie. I yeah. mean, you know, I've I've seen javelin being played in a pub and get the boys get thrown out like pretend Olympics. You know, you you clapping and then <laughs> you throwing the javelin. Anthony McGrath going ah, and then see how far <laughs> it goes. And then just just stupid stuff. I mean, when I play for Notts and I came back to Yorkshire. Um, again, having stupid hair, I've got like Brooks Hill now. I've got a torture bag. It's full of you know moves, Louis Vuitton, moves, frizzies, and all that <laughs> palaver. And uh, the physio at the time, South African, hid my torture bag. Um, so I was at, as you can imagine, I was generally <laughs> was absolutely spewing, spewing. crying. Probably. Yeah, I was crying. <laughs> we were playing Kent at the time, but he didn't just hide. He didn't just take it and then give it back to me the week after. He hid it so not one soul could find it. So literally, it was lost forever. So we next week we were playing Yorkshire and we needed like a couple of points to stay up and we were getting hammered. So I put his car on bricks. Have some of that, Have some of that. But you, you just took it, all the wheels off his car. Yeah, me, 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 <laughs> where's my shampoo? <laughs> me and AJ Harris put his car on bricks at the time, but we were we were like seven down and I was getting a phone call from Mick Neal saying, Where are you? You <laughs> you need to get your pads on. I had a proper bead on as well because it took me ages to, <laughs> to get his, It took two of us to uh, It took me forever. So, yeah, little stuff like that. I mean, obviously, little people stuff. Do you remember like Premiership Football just yeah. nicking off to the car park to go and put one of their Ferraris on? Brick. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to bubble wrap Martin Moxon's car, but I never really got around to it. I would have loved to you do something. Just go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. That would have been good, yeah, in your last season. Yeah. Did enjoy your practical jokes. You're one of the worst for it. You were chief towel nicker yeah. in the showers. Yeah. So you would never nick it. All oh, right, yeah. yeah so so everyone hangs their towels so up. Do you know showers. when you steal a towel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're all lathered up. Oh, so you walk out and you're like, oh. You'd yeah. walk away with all eight towels that are hanging up, or you know, take one or two. So they came out and didn't have a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Steak nicking, food nicking. You're good at food nicking, weren't you? Yeah. So have you down as being like this? Yeah. Year? So if you've got a punching so desserts out your hands, sandwiches out your hands. Yeah, just, you know, just better stuff He did it like to that. me at Lord's. Bearing in mind, best food in the circuit, called on yeah. food, three-course meal lunches you look forward to. Ooh, settling in. Brilliant. Especially when you're batting, you fill your boots. And I had this lovely little chocolate tart or dessert, whatever it was. And it was only, I ever had one dessert a week at Lord's. So just treat yourself. Just about to tuck into it. And the city walks past from behind. You see this fist come past me and just smash this Lord's dessert. Massive. <laughs> Flattened it. <laughs> fist print in it. Gone everywhere. right, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll pass on uh, cheese and biscuits or anything. <laughs> Andrew Gale, who you played with for so long, he's now the coach. Yep. You're looking to get back in at Yorkshire, or, or is that something that just doesn't bother you, or what? At the, at the moment, it doesn't bother me. You yeah. know, I'm enjoying time at home and uh, doing bits of this and bits of that. You know, I've still, I'd love to stay in the game in some capacity. Yeah. Probably a bowling coach or a mentor. Um, but apart from that, I'm just, yeah, it's just nice to. It's been such a long time, you know, 17, now I've just turned 40, just finished, almost finished, you know, four months finished, and yeah, it's nice to just relax and take a bit of time out. You went skiing this winter, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, skiing, nice. so... We're not allowed to go skiing, you know that, Chris? Insurance. You're not yeah, insured. insurance, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, imagine. Skiing, bungee jumping, I don't think we can eat prawns either, can we? <laughs> but lads absolutely <laughs> smash you prawns. Are. As a Man United fan, prawn can't eat prawns. <laughs> <laughs> prawn curry. Not 
allowed to eat prawns. I did actually get to take myself down eating prawns at a barbecue. It was my own barbecue as well. <laughs> Took myself down, couldn't play the next day. That's karma for all the steaks you'd nicked. <laughs> was the second team game. What a shame. What's that, the, uh, the Graham Swan steak nicking story from when in New Zealand, wasn't it? Yeah, so the England players used to play something called credit card roulette. So you'd put all your credit cards under a napkin and then the waitress or waiter would come over and they'd just pick one at a time and the last one in would have to pay for the whole meal. So it could be 10 of you having a meal or three of you. Yep. So you'd, you'd get the bill. But we went out for a bite to meal uh, with Swanee, wives and girlfriends. I think Alistair Cook, Ian Bell, not name dropping, sorry. And yeah, I was eating a beautiful piece of sirloin steak. I went to talk to my wife, turned back, my sirloin steak had gone. Swanee, like a hamster, <laughs> cheeks full, the whole sirloin steak was in his gob. <laughs> he, was, he was smashing it down. So the waitress at the time saw this happen and she felt sorry for me and everyone else would just laugh in hysterics. Uh, brought another one out, there was one spare, so she brought me another one out. So I'm just like, ha ha, yeah, that, two fingers to you, Swanee. Just cutting into it, having one piece, just talking to the lads, <laughs> turn back round, my sirloin steak's gone. <laughs> Swanee's eating that one. You joke. Yeah. So then I'm like, my wife Kate is spewing. She's spewing like, "Oh no, he's going to be hungry. What's going to happen?" Oh. Credit card roulette comes out. Who loses me? <laughs> Seven hundred pound down. Boom. And I'm absolutely Peckish. starving. And there's no McDonald's on the way over anything. So. <laughs> and then on the way on, Swanny's going, "Ha ha ha! Unlucky city." Yeah. He's like just baiting my missus, and she was like biting massively. She was going, "Shut up, Swanny! Shut up, Swanny!" <laughs> oh, so, no. Yeah. Some good characters in that England team then was it, that, you, that you played in. Yeah, Fred, Harmy, yeah, KP. This, actually, KP was, I was, was all right. I was going to ask you about that, yeah. Because it, yeah. it's such a mixed bag, isn't it? Most people you speak to, but... Ma but KP, Marmite, absolute Marmite. Yeah. But I yeah. can only, you can only go on people on face value yeah, and how you have that relationship. And he was outstanding. You know, always willing to work with the younger lads. Um, very knowledgeable, you know, class batsman. But yeah, a little bit of that South African brash and arrogance, which... So he'll tell people the truth and how he feels. And mm -hmm. as English, we don't really like that that much, no. do we? Particularly in Yorkshire as well. You yeah. don't like flashy. Got to beat around the bush a bit, haven't you? Yeah, you don't, yeah. we don't really like honesty that much. So, yeah, I would say from my experience, KP was top man. Yeah, top man, top yeah. man. That, Refreshing to hear that, isn't it? You know, because he's such a legend to the fans and he's a legend to quite a few players, yeah. but a lot of people in the media and people on the circuit really do slate him. He's obviously City must be doing some business or work with him or something. Yeah, he must yeah, be. He's just lined up no, to go on Channel 9 no, <laughs> for the big bash. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Cutting to another, I'll tell you one more funny story. Well, it's not really a funny story. Dave Hussey at Knotts yeah. at the time yeah. rang the free post, Knotts free post, and put um, said that Mick Newell put his phone number our coach at the time, put his number on there, and said he had eight pedigree puppies for sale. <laughs> and he got like Brilliant. 200 calls a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he didn't have a clue why. He was, didn't know no, where they And had. in the end, he was. we could hear him in his office. His office was like connected to the dress room. <laughs> no, I haven't got any puppies for sale, so <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Sidney, I've got um, um, talking of angry moments on the pitch. In 2013, <laughs> I saw it today that um, you had an angry outburst at an Indian batsman, yes. which might have led to an incident that became pretty famous. Yeah. Can you recall what that was and maybe let, let us yeah, in so on that? So, you know, I think <coughs> whatever you're doing, you've got to enjoy what you do. And it was Kartik. I was just, you know, the day was meandering along and, you know, I weren't taking any wickets. We were struggling at the time. So you just... You just try and get pumped up and get the boys going. And then we went off for lunch or tea. 
and we were eating jelly beans, a bit of sugar, and we just put a jelly bean on a wicket. That, that was pretty <laughs> much. Is that the one you were Yeah, it is. Yeah. So was it you? <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but so what? It's a jelly bean, you know, get over it's it. finally out there. Deal. Big deal. If I'd have been out, I've, I've been out to bat, and I've had a condom and all sorts, like, <laughs> put on the wicket. Just, I've just picked it up and put it in my pocket. That's why I would have eaten it. But, yeah. like, obviously, they took it like, like a massive offence. Just Did ridiculous, they? but, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's mad, isn't it? I don't remember it. It wasn't. At all, you was just it? getting a bit fired up, and you know what Indians are like? They're quite, you know, brash, and yeah. you know they love themselves a bit, and they have fifty bats each, and they, yeah. you know, they call for gloves every ten minutes, and they're just quite <laughs> frustrating at times. So yeah. that was just it. The lads were just frustrated, and yeah, I was bowling, and you know, fiery city. Just thought I'd get fired up a bit. <laughs> you man. make a bit of a fool of yourself, but hey ho, that's you know, you give it your best. You're playing for your country, and people don't like it. So be it. He's an angry man when he does that. I've taken a wicket yeah. at Chesterfield before, played Derby. Right. In my first season, um, we stuffed him in three days, and I think when Leesy got 270 odd and out. Right. But City had like two catches go off him in one over, or two catches go down, dropped in the slips, I think. So he, he spews, he hates when catches go down off him, and if you drop one, you end up dropping loads. And <laughs> Everyone else can sort of calm down a little bit. He takes it to heart as if you've just dropped his kids over a cliff or something like that. <laughs> and um, I've got the same batter out next over. So yeah. I'm elated. I've got a wicket for Yorkshire, like my first season. Like we're doing well. We're stuffing them out of sight. No problems. Quite a decent crowd at Chesterfield, like good atmosphere. City comes up in the ring, still spewing a steam coming out. I was like, mate. He was like, uh, I, I'm happy, but I just can't say I'm <laughs> 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 like, Should I not get wickets now? Or? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I always wonder this because I've never played professional cricket, but you see, if you're watching it on the telly or you're at a county ground and you see someone drop a catch, the bowlers, like you, you lads, are genuinely seething, aren't you? You're not just like doing it to Most say. of the time, yeah. But you know they're not doing it on purpose. Yeah, But there's, there's key times, key batters you do not want to drop. You give They have they give one chance. But And then some of our fielders, the worst thing you can do is put them on edge because then they're tense and they're, gonna know, drop they're another. crapping yeah. themselves to drop another. Someone like Lydie is a prime example. Catches <laughs> pigeons, but as soon as he drops one, he could drop 20. Like, oh, no. Yeah. So he's, he's crapping himself because he's angry and he's probably dropped the next one and then he takes one off me next over and he's happy again but then said he's still still, <laughs> still spitted but that should have been mine so you know because I always think what happens after do they say, do they say sorry because you sometimes see them put their hand up and you're thinking oh bless them because I'm not them and I'm not you either so I'm not spewing I don't feel bad because I've not just dropped a cat I'm looking and thinking oh no what, what when they apologise do you go it's alright mate and just like give them the cold shoulder or no, you just, are you just you just go yeah it's alright and I think in a team you have different characters and personalities yeah. and you all realise that you know he might he might be a bat thrower or when he gets out the lads just clear the dressing room as you know when they drop a catch off me they know like just to not say anything but everybody's different <laughs> yeah that's just the way it is i mean yeah a few times i mean the england captain might drop a minute here but he dropped <laughs> i remember i was having a horrible day i was like none for 90 off 12 overs or bowling garbage <laughs> <laughs> yeah the number of 10 and 11 are put on a huge partnership and that I think I bowled a bouncer and he hooked it. Root is on the boundary. He dropped it. Um, I was he, and he was putting his pads on. He was next to me. I just <coughs> sat there like grumpy old man. And, um, when I when actually end of the day's player when I came back out, he was laughing. I thought, what are you laughing at, you little heartless? <laughs> and um, he'd snipped my underpants and my socks. <laughs> but actually, I saw you know just stuff like that. You see the funnest, you know. Yeah. It, again, it's still only a game at the end of the day, but it does mean a lot. But just something like that, just totally. You know, then you, you've forgotten about it and you just crack yeah. on, and then the next day is the next day. So, yeah, he's. You were a chief snipper in the change room, though. The Yorkshire snipper, snipper was is a cult hero at, uh, at Yorkshire. When I first arrived, I had socks and all various things snipped. 
David Bias, when he left from Yorkshire to to Lanx, he didn't yeah. have his his, his Lancashire was, club was, suit snipped and his tie and everything. Was, that was Anthony McGrath. He was yeah. a snipper. He he always blamed me, and I used to blame him. But David Bias, when he left Yorkshire to go to Lancashire, he, I think he had one season at Lanx, and he always used to come in full blazer. Well, David Bias didn't go home in his full blazer. He went home in his tracksuit <laughs> because the Yorkshire snipper had snipped his tie, his belt, his shoes, his socks. Um, there was one sleeve off his, off his jacket. Brilliant. The red rose had disappeared. Uh, like a crocodile had eaten his shirt. His underpants were nowhere to be seen. So, yeah, he, he went home in his tracksuit and all the Lanx lads like, thought he were outstanding. So The Yorkshire snipper. Are you talking about yourself in the third person there? Jack right? the snipper. Jack the snipper. Jack label, he just yeah. appeared every now and then. Every now, it wasn't regular, but okay. through every time during the season, he'd be there. Usually in away games. Okay, I remember Rooty at the end of the season doing the bottom of a duffel bag. Obviously, duffels can be quite full, but it's all going to fall out the bottom when you. And I think it might be lithies or something. Is he that smart? I didn't think. I, I didn't. I'm and he's cut the bottom of this duffel bag off, and obviously you'd never realise he lifted the bag. You go lift the bag up, and your kit goes everywhere, and you can't obviously carry it out then, can you? But it was like it was last game of the season as well. So he's rambling around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, when you won the World Cup, I'd be a bit spewing that it wasn't made more of a thing. You know, certainly compared to all the other sports, when they, like the England women's football team, they finished third in the World Cup a few years ago. And it was like, oh, wow, they've done amazing. They finished third. And I was thinking, yeah, the England won the World Cup in 2010. And there was, a, there was a, you know, a bit of praise and stuff. And I know you don't do it for that. Yeah. But um, No, I agree. I think it's we're very English, out. we? We sort of yeah. seem to celebrate the ones that come last or yeah. come third. I, for some reason, yeah, I remember... Yeah, we, we played absolutely outstanding cricket that tournament and we, we absolutely hammered everybody. Yeah. You know, we had a bit of a wobble at the start in the uh, preli- preliminary rounds, but <laughs> easy for me to say. But up and, and then we never yeah. looked back. We, you know, we absolutely battered every team and Austria, even Australia in the final, we, we, we were very confident and we, you know, once we took those other wickets, we, we knew we'd won the game. But yeah, it was disappointing actually, yeah, because I think you look at how other teams celebrate, like the England women's, yeah, coming third, no offence, but... Yeah, yes, yeah, it's a yeah. great achievement in a World Cup, but you know, surely you, yeah, you celebrate I'm, I'm, winning. Exactly, I'm not, bl- I'm not belittling their achievement. I'm saying compared to that win, in a way though, on the flip side, it's actually quite good because now everyone looks back on that and is like, oh, you're getting better players by by each day, aren't you? Yeah, becoming better and better. How good must I think they the have team been? that you had? How though, good must they have been? Yeah, your team that you had for that 2020 competition was outstanding. When you look back on paper now, there was some excellent cricketers that have blossomed like the likes of Luke Wright that didn't really play much in the tournament went on to make a career in 2020 cricket so yeah I mean it was just a great all-round team performance I mean KP was the standout player and yeah. um, but it was just yeah we had all bases covered that variety in our bowling you know Michael Yardy again no one had really seen him yeah. and he was absolutely you know he was out- outstanding him and Swanee in the middle overs were almost unplayable at times mm. so it was just a really great team performance I think it alluded to from 2009 where we got hammered we lost to Holland <coughs> Collie then took over as captain and he had that experience in the IPL, saw how they do things, how they field, how they, you know, what field placements they have, what variety of bowlers they have. And he took that into that, you know, 2010 World Cup. And with Lummy and Keyswear, I think Collie played a huge part in terms of how he got the best out of the players. He basically just said, look, I want you to go out there and whack it, hit as many fours and sixes in the first six overs as you can. Brilliant. And it's amazing when you, when you get that, you don't, think about anything else but you go out there I'm just going to smack it and you know Lummy and Keyswetter got us off to a you know amazing starts every time. Do you reckon that was the start of the 
England set up with the white ball cricket. I was in the likes of Owen Morgan, and now that is a specialist. I think so. You know that that play with freedom, go out, take it to the opposition. Yeah. You know, you know, play play as a team. But that brand of cricket, that entertainment brand of cricket, and it's amazing when you play like that. How many more games you'll actually win than you lose because you you don't have that fear of failure. You just go out and play the game. Absolutely. I've I've also got down here that you actually played some 2020 franchise cricket with Brian Lara. Yeah, I played in, uh, it's called Masters Champions League. It was a couple <laughs> of years back um, around this time. And there was, they had all the greats. I think it was Gilchrist, Lara, Graham Smith, Brett Lee. Um, yeah, it was a bit a bit of an odd odd tournament. It was like, <laughs> I think, thrown together very quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was decent two-week holiday. Much so a load of 45-year-old <laughs> blokes play cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was decent. Brian Lara, I probably saw him more in the bar than I did actually playing. He didn't play <laughs> that much. I bet. Yeah, Brian. I mean, you know, Brian Lara. Wow. I mean, do you play against him in testers, test matches? No, I think I played against him in county cricket, but not no test matches. Thank goodness. Yeah, four hundred not out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Thanks very much. Yeah. Oh dear. New Aussie kid called Ryan Sidebottom. Yep. At Warwickshire. What is that name all about? Ridiculous. Name. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe this. How was there two of you? There's two Ryan Sidebottoms. Unbelievable, that isn't it? I know. Someone told me he bowls a bit quicker than you as well. <laughs> Yeah, but he's right arm as well, so he's not my child. He's got bad breath as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. Yeah, he's a bit fatter than me. <laughs> he's, a bit, he's a bit fatter than you. Have you noticed, like, you know, that Brooksy, he's, like, been going to the gym and all this kind of stuff recently. What's what's happened to him? He wasn't like that before, was he? No, he's, he looks... You know, I saw him on Saturday night. We were out for our 40th in Manchester, and he, I said to him, he looks really fit and lean, looks, looks yeah, yeah. super. Have you noticed a lot of them have started doing that as well? Or is, is it that professionalism thing that's come in again? That yeah. they're all going in the gym and they're all big yeah, lads, aren't they? they're all going in the gym. They all, you know, don't go out. They don't have a drink. They don't enjoy themselves. They, well, hang on a minute. They sit in and <laughs> Still play, give it a good nudge when appropriate. each other on PlayStation and in their underpants and that's about their fun for the night. So. Yeah, I don't think you'd have fit, you'd fit in that era now, would you? You're no, pretty old school. Would, said you he wasn't, it? would you hate it now? You know, if you were like 21 now, <laughs> obviously, you know, if you, but if you were back in the England, well, if, if you were one, back in the Yorkshire, I wouldn't. If I was now. playing T Twenty now and IPL and stuff, well, yeah, I wouldn't. That's something you were made should... for that, weren't you? But yeah, I mean, I would look. But that's just it. the era. That's how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I missed the boat, but you know, all the best to to all the guys. I mean, it's absolutely amazing now the cricket and the money you can earn traveling yeah. the world. And yeah, I think it has changed. It certainly has. I mean, you know, I'd like it to go back to a bit more old school. No, you know, no one goes in the bar anymore and chats to the opposition. Yeah. I remember going in the bar and getting shoved like Wazim Akram was in the bar. He was, we were playing against him and I was playing and, you know, Craig White shoving me going to war. Go talk to him, go talk to him. And, you know, those things don't happen anymore. You know, talking to a senior player and, you know, how how do you go about being a professional? What do you do? You know, what are you, you know, when you go out to bat, how do you prepare? And it doesn't happen anymore. Literally, you you are, we've talked about it already, you are like clones. You look at Rui. You know, he's a proper character. When he's on the field, you know, he loves a bit of a laugh and a joke, but he's almost turned into a bit of a clone now. Oh, you've got this side, you've got to speak. You know, yeah. I prefer it when you see, you know, like a, like a Joe Hart who, you know, he might not always interview the best, but he's just open and honest. Yeah. And I like that. You exactly. Know, it tells it yeah. how it is. Because, you know, you know, it's almost insulting people's intelligence in a way, isn't it? If you're watching a football match and they're going, oh, yeah, well, I didn't see the decision, but I thought it was a penalty or whatever. Hang on, you're to blame. You journalists are to blame. Why am I to blame? Yeah, because you're a journalist. You're to blame. You're the reason. Because you have to try and catch them out. You a scoop, don't you? Yeah, you want a headline, mate. Don't start painting headlines, lads. Put your phone away on a night out, will you? Stop filming us. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm the one filming you. You never go out anymore, do you?
I was out on Saturday with City in Manchester. Yeah. yeah. 40 years old, aren't yeah. you? 40 years old, yeah, turned 40. Congratulations, Thank mate. Thank you so much, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Jack Brooks with Gemma off Toei. How about that? Let's let's start that. that what? Toei? Toei's the Yorkshire that. version of Toei, oh, well, I think. Well, <laughs> Very good. Come on, tell, talk to me about this. What? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, he has a poster on, on his wall in the dressing room. Do you? <laughs> Apparently. Gemma Collins. Apparently I do now. The only way is Do you fancy a TV <laughs> dinner day? Trying to get this, this new, you know, this pa- get it in the papers and <laughs> get it out there. Oh, she, is, is, is Said he likes his reality TV, so it wouldn't surprise me if he secretly likes her. Yeah, Just, he's deflecting love, love again. Do you? Oh, well, no, I didn't oh. at first, but the, the young lads at the club were hooked, so I... I started watching it. I loved it. absolutely loved Got Chris it. Hughes yeah. involved, didn't we, in the game? Hughes, yeah, played yeah, in he's a cricket match. He's a very good player. Is he, he good? Strikes a clean ball. It's a yeah, long way. Left-handed dasher and bowls decent decent pace. Did he play in your, was it your charity yeah, day? Yeah, charity something? testimonial game. Came up for the he, day. He Listen. came up for the day, brought his family. Absolute. Played drinking look, games in the change room yeah, after with look. Olivia and his dad and everyone. Yeah. Really? Quality, yeah. All right, yeah. fun boy. Yeah. I got him into the game. I kind of half, I know his brothers quite well, so I got him to get him because I know he liked cricket. That's quite cool, isn't it? What was it like? Cool. What was it? What was it like when he walked in? Or did you take the? He obviously took. Well, the there was an extra five hundred girls turned up because they knew he was coming, Perfect and he was he was yeah. just getting followed by girls, mothers, everything around the whole yeah. day. Really? Yeah. That's he couldn't cool. move for selfies, and people just wanting to video him. And it's amazing, isn't it? The pull that it's got now. Really. Yeah. It's ridiculous, and that was literally only a month or two after the show. So speaking of reality TV, <laughs> Strictly or Dancing on Ice? City? Strictly. Strictly. Definitely. Is or I'm a celeb. I'm a celeb? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely, I'd be up for a bit of a challenge. You'd be good on that. You'd make yeah. good TV for that. Would you? Yeah. Would you go on that? Yeah. The, o- the odds on the Skybet odds have just plummeted to the bottom as even City to now go on. He's got some good moves. Yeah. His hips. I'd love to. Yeah, I really would. Definitely. Definitely. That's good. Dancing on ice. Monty Monty, attempted that. Did he even do it? And yeah, broke his leg or something. Broke his ankle in the warm-up stages. Yeah. Don't fancy that. I think that's his England career finish now, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> what was he? Like, what was he like, Monty? Did you, you must have played a little bit with him. Yeah, a bit of a spaceman. Yeah. Bit of a cannon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, a bit, lo- a bit loose. But character, you know, character. People love characters, don't they? And fine bowler, absolute quality yeah, bowler. Genius bowler. Quality yeah. bowler. Yeah. He was kind of ruined by the by the press again. Yeah. By the press and Sky and you know how he bowled was almost unplayable. Yeah. But then he he got in his head. People saying, "Oh, you've got to fly it more. You've got to do this more." And actually, he didn't. You know, mm. why would you change what works? And he was outstanding, wasn't he? I mean, he yeah. was the go-to bowler in in, in Test cricket uh, anywhere in the world, not just you know, not just. He was in the India best or... bowler in the world, wasn't he? At one yeah. point in Test cricket. Yeah. yeah. What about Go- what about Goffey then? So Goffey, he was sort of was he? Uh, he was obviously already established, wasn't yep. he? When you were sort of coming through, what's he like as a bloke? He's still good mates with Goffey. Absolute character, you know. Like, I suppose you hear him on Talk Sport if you listen yeah. to him. He's just like that. Yeah, black and white. You know, just tells it how it is. Uh, very open and honest and yeah he, he was brilliant in the dressing room he rubbed you know as a youngster going in that dressing room absolute character always looked after the youngsters and he just enjoyed how he played the game you know like smile on his face give it 110 percent try hard and then you know that's what people yorkshire folk love don't they yeah and exactly. also he wasn't he's not the brightest is he no but that makes him funny <laughs> doesn't it yeah i mean he used to come up with these euphemisms then the lads labeled them goffisms and i'll tell you well Brooks, he'll know a few as well. Yeah, but belters. Yeah, he's he's doing a question and answer session, and one of the lads puts his hand up and he goes, "Yeah," and he says, "Why is your nickname a rhino?" So Goffey goes, "Well, because I'm strong as an ox." <laughs> <laughs> 
That is quality. And the other one's Matthew Hoggard. He's the flying into Harare Airport. Matthew Hoggard sat next to him. Goffy's peering out the window. Plane just about to land. And Goffy turns to Hoggy and goes, Hoggy, don't planes get close to the ground when they land? <laughs> 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 That's quite famous, isn't it? That's brilliant, that. I love that. Jack, have you got anything more to ask Ray before we try and uh, wrap this up? And Chris has got his quiz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just a little cheeky. Who's best and worst roomies of your career? Worst roomie, Graham Swan. Totally untidy and never shuts up the whole night. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't stop talks talking. Talks in his sleep as well. Yeah, talks in his sleep. Yeah. Best roomie? Probably someone like yourself, or you know, we just chill and watch oh, telly. Do you share a double, or have do you have a twin? Have room service. And <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, well, light a few candles, dear, as well. Like, yeah, rub his back, put him in the bath. I'm tidy. I'm hygienic. Yeah, I like my quiet time. Took okay. him in. So he's so he's boring then, basically. Yeah. Is what he's saying. Are you looking for a roomie? You're advertising <laughs> yourself. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm clean. Back pages. Classifieds. <laughs> Would like to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Good sense of humour. Uh, Chris, um, you've got a quiz for City, so come on, ask yeah. him some questions. Well, my fourth question's now gone, so I think we're just going to have to go for three. But the first one is, is your T20 batting average worse or better than Jack Brooks? Worse. You're wrong. It's better. You have average 17.5 and Brooks averages 14.75. But that is the only format I must stress. You're at least 10 runs behind oh, in every well, other format. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Those reverse sweeps obviously didn't come out enough. <laughs> no, they didn't. Fairly bad in 2020, to be fair. Either of us hold a thought. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, well, that's played a part. Yeah, if Pump. you're going in, you're going in for last over and you're swinging and you get, you're getting your obs knocked over or you're getting one. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Lots of red inkers. Go on, Chris, next one. Question two. Is it true that your favourite hairspray is VFI? No, I like uh, the old uh, Trevor Sorbe frizzies. It's my favourite. Just, you know... <laughs> L'Oreal, I'm going to bring the, my own shampoo out called Le Poodle. Uh, <laughs> it's going to go worldwide. <laughs> Love that. We're going to get like a small list of post-retirement things for you to do. Say that's oh. Dragon's Den. Yeah, exactly. Dragon's so Den. Has anyone bought Soul Glow out anyway? Is there Soul Glow out on the market? No, I don't no, I think so. There you go. There's a niche for you there. That's a niche. Definite niche. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. so you've got Dragon's Den. You've got Dancing on, no, dancing on Ice. Or I'm what? a celeb. I'm a celebrity. Mm -hmm. Eating a kangaroo's... Love Island celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Pigs, but what do you call it? Whatever it is, I don't know what that word is. <laughs> oh dear. Trotter, <laughs> I think it's a word. Yeah. Uh, Chris, go on, last one. You've got another one, haven't you? Well, I've just come up with another one just in my head right now. But the third question is, would you go on TV Celebrity Dinner Date? Oh, no, yeah. I would never. Takes do a that. special type of character. No, I to think do that. you need to, yeah, a special character, as Jack's alluded to. Anyway, Jack, <laughs> <laughs> over to you. <laughs> we we touched on this last week and top chef, yeah. TV chef, yeah. TV TV chef. Was the the rumor was that, she, that when you won the date on that on on celebrity dinner date, she was spotted, wasn't she, by one of the lads in Headingley on the day? Yep. That you were due to be getting it, so you knew, you knew. So when you opened well, the I had door, looked you on my phone when they they messaged me saying, "I've just seen her." on the estate because uh, I live with Will Rhodes and he was yeah. driving past me so he already knew but he had texted me I put my phone on silent or turned it off I hadn't looked at my phone so I didn't see till later that night uh, I knew I was going to win anyway <laughs> it was all set up did you watch yeah. that city? yeah and then Joe Brand turned up <laughs> <laughs> not Gemma Collins Gemma Collins yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, no we watched oh, honestly it was outstanding to be fair he really I was this is not having a good taking the mic but he was 
outstanding. Yeah, yeah, he was brilliant. He was ready to be there. There wasn't too yeah. much ammo for that. There was plenty, plenty of ammo, obviously, but there wasn't as, as much as they probably were hoping for in the WhatsApp group and the change room and stuff. Well, you got the date, so it kind of quashes all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, didn't mess the food up, really. You had a baldy and a bloke who was like, ah. <laughs> so you didn't really have that much competition, <laughs> did you, Jack? It's a mixture of you in a couple of years. I was going to say, baldy comments, James. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I know. I should have worn my flat cap, shouldn't I? Dear me. Uh, you, on, you came up with another question, mate. Last question. Let's divert the attention away from my receding hairline. The washing of my face is getting longer and longer each day. Now red head receding hairline. <laughs> yeah, it's very red. Sitting there, there in his high chair. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the, third, the, the fourth question. True or false that if you Google longest hair to play test cricket, it comes up with your Wikipedia page? Does it? A true or false, you've oh, got to I say true or false. false. Um, yeah, I think it must be true. But yeah, I, I don't look at Wikipedia because it's a load of garbage. Half of it's not true. So I don't well, I read, I read on there, it said you were the best left-arm bowler ever to play for England. Still, so the, leading wicket, the, still the leading left-arm <laughs> wicket-taker. Is that, is that, is that right? Left, leading left-arm wicket-taker yeah, for England? that's an achievement. God, have you been looking earlier, have you? Uh, it just gets banging on about every time someone like Dave Willey plays or somebody else. Right. They're like, oh, Ryan Sotterbottom's still the leading left-arm wicket-taker. I tell you what, David Willey, by the way, he's smashing it, isn't he, at the minute? And he's obviously Yorkshire, playing for Yorkshire now. Mm, yeah. And he's giving a go and he's giving a good showing, isn't he? Yeah. He's a good player, yeah. very good player. Very good. What did you think of him, Ray? Yeah, outstanding. It'd be really, well, it's his big season. You know, obviously he's had a couple of seasons, a bit of injury and he's not played much through one days and stuff. So, yeah, it's a big year for him. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to watching Now Ryan's buggered off, he might He's one of it. those big performers, you know, when he's under pressure, he, he always, you know, performs really well. So, excited by what Dave Willey can do for Yorkshire this year. Top man, top man. And uh, you're going to miss it then, are you? No. You're not uh, going to no, miss it. Genuinely, honestly, I don't miss the training. I haven't missed the training. Yeah. Towards the end, I was battling massively. I was, you know, we'd go up to Wheatwood and I'd be last and lads would be cheering me on. I'd run up the hills and I'd be freezing cold <laughs> and not wanting to be there. And if it was just totally about ball, if they said, right, Ryan, turn up tomorrow, you can come and bowl and you're going to play, I probably would. Yeah. Because I could probably still bowl. But it's the other things around now, the professionalism and you need to be fit and strong and at, towards the end, I couldn't keep up. I'd, I'd had enough, and yeah, for you know, to play 20 years and do something that I absolutely love, I feel very fortunate. So, no, I don't miss it. I might do, but I'm gonna come and watch. He's gonna come and abuse season. me from the boundary. I'm gonna make sure I, said I am behind Jack Brooks, and I'm just gonna make a few <laughs> screeching noises and make him make sure he knows I'm there. And you know, I'll probably take him out for a few pints afterwards as well. Love it, it's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, it's spot on. Are you gonna miss him, Jack? Are you? I feel like we're sort of bringing this sort of <laughs> romance thing up again. <laughs> but yeah, are you gonna miss him? Oh, the team will miss him, no doubt. We've got to, you can't replace somebody with that quality. They've loads of different people have got to chip in, haven't they? Um, but we'll find a way. Like um, any team with good players, they have to they have to find a way when they move on, don't they? But I'll still see him a lot socially. We keep in touch. Good man, good man. Would, right. would you agree that? Ryan was your best roommate as well, or could you be a bit controversial there? Um, Ooh. probably not. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably not the best roommate. <laughs> Didn't really room with him that much because he had his own room for every game. He must have had it in his contract. Big yeah. time. So the only time so he'd ever would have roomed someone would have been pre-season. Second team games and and um, pre-season games. The only time he would have ever would have roomed with someone recent in recent years. World Cup, World Cup, when that's what it gets you. Yeah. Might be a bit you, awkward. You need your own room, don't you, when you're watching Love Island? You can't be rooming with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Ryan, thanks so much, mate. Thanks, thanks for having us on. Th no worries, thanks for coming. Thanks, if you haven't uh, done already, subscribe to the podcast, and you can get all the other ones. And also have a listen to previous weeks that we put out because some good stories on there, and you get to know us a lot a bit better. So um, yeah, we don't know who the next guest's going to be, uh, so we can't tease ahead to that. Or do we? 
or I don't know. We'll, we'll try and sort that out after. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Cheers. Podcast Network.